Hey, what's up? Today we're going to talk about Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse 7. We're going to hit the ground running because, remember, we're doing this in 10 minutes or less so that you can be blessed in an effective way and go about your day. You ready? This is what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse 7. Now, grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. For it says, now here Paul is quoting Psalms chapter 68, verse 18. He's quoting it. For it says, when he ascended on high, he took the captives captive. He gave gifts to people. Starting verse 9, but what does he ascended mean? Now look, Paul's preaching. He preached the verse and now he's going to tell you what it means. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth? In other words, if Jesus ascended back, right, to where he came from, that means that he was the son of God who descended down to earth to live with us. Now, I don't think it literally means ascend up into heaven, descend down into earth. I think it's using ascend and descend more as a level of spirituality, a level of divinity, not as a physical level. I don't think heaven, I don't think it's trying to say heaven's up in the air and we're down here. I think it's trying to say that he descended to us spiritually and ascended back to where he was spiritually. So watch, here's what it says. It says, um, the one who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens to fill all things. In other words, the same Jesus that came down to our level to show us his love, to show us how to be human, to show us how to do life correctly, not that we get it right, come on, but to show us how to do it. That same Jesus, after he did that, after he laid down the sacrifice, after he made a way, after he got it right, knowing we would never get it right, so that we could be counted as right to God, whoo, preaching good. He then ascended back up from his humanity to his divinity. He ascended, why? So that he could fill all things in every way. So that he could be in all and through all. So that that same spirit, right now he's no longer physical, but now he's spiritual. He's a spirit so that he can fill all things. So that he can fill you and he can fill me. So that we, he can get it right through us even when we don't get it right. So that we always have a hope, always have a future in him. He fills all things. And that means that we can also experience him in all and through all. If we're looking for him, we will find him because he is the sustainer and filler of all things. Ooh, that's so good. Okay. And, and then Paul continues writing. And, and, and Paul says this. He says, and he himself, verse 11, gave, he's talking about giving gifts now, because as he fills people, he, he meshes his spirit of truth, of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, who he was, who he is, that spirit that fills us. He meshes those things together, merges it together with the unique personality that he created in us to accomplish what only he has set out for us to accomplish on earth. You got a purpose today. And he gave these gifts, he gave us gifts, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers, equipping the saints for the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ. Not everybody was made to do certain things. We all were made to do different things, to complement one another in a holistic, unifying way. And that's why we can't try to make everyone else be like us. And we don't have to be like anybody else. And then it says, until, watch, because here's the goal. What's the goal? Why are we doing this? Until we all reach unity in the faith, not unity in the gifts, not unity in what we believe, not unity in what we do, unity 
in the faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, that's Jesus, growing into maturity with a stature measured by what? Christ's fullness. In other words, how do you measure how mature your growth is as a believer, as a follower of Jesus? By how much his spirit has filled you, is what it says. Now, how do we know how much his spirit has, has filled us? Because he filled all things in all ways. Because when we live out a life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, that is how we measure. How full is that through us? And that's how we measure how far we have Grown. Watch. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching. In other words, everything, every time something new comes along, we just follow that and try to see if it works. And then something else, we are grounded in who he is. And he is the things we just mentioned, love, joy, peace, etc. And, 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 and when we do those things, watch. By human cunning with cleverness and the, in, in the techniques of deceit, we don't follow those things. But what we do is we speak the truth in love. Hey, what's up? I want you to join me starting June the 1st, every single day, every single morning at 6 a.m. the month of June 2021. 6 a.m. Facebook Live. I'll see you there. And we're going to study the Bible, learn together, freshen your faith, and change the world. Let's do it. Thank you for your generosity to Fresh Faith. Your financial partnership helps us take the message and the hope of Jesus to every corner of the planet. When you donate to Fresh Faith, you are helping people meet Jesus for the first time. You're also helping people grow spiritually in their faith. And you're helping give free resources to local churches to help make a difference in communities, both spiritually, practically, and digitally. We want to invite you right now to go to freshfaith.org and donate so that you can help us change the world because together we are changing the world. What is the filter you use to speak? I don't care how true or how right you think your opinion is. Do you speak it out of love? Or do you speak it out of selfishness? Do you speak it out of fear? Do you speak it out of, out of you having to be right and everyone else having to believe like you believe? When you speak the truth to someone, when you confront someone, do you do it in love? Or do you do it in fear? Do you do it in selfishness? Or are you doing it out of love? It has to be done out of love. Watch. Let us grow in every way into him who is the head, that is Christ, who is, who is above all. From him, the whole body, now remember, he said he gave all these gifts, and now he's relating all these gifts to different body parts. In other words, maybe your gift is teaching, maybe it's pastoring, maybe it's whatever, encouraging, or all the things he lists, right, evangelism. All these things are different parts of the body. I don't think he gave us a holistic list there. I think that you can be unique outside of the list he gave, but it says that Christ is the head. So if we're likening these things to body parts, don't forget Christ is the head. In the head is where we find the brain. In the head is where we find the, the, the central everything that happens. Our expressions come out through the head. Everything happens here. That's Christ. He is the full expression. But we have different things that we do to accomplish our mission in the world. And we're different body parts working together to accomplish the unity in the faith. Watch. It says, from him, the whole body fitted and knit together by supporting every ligament promotes the growth of the body. That's all of us promotes the growth of all of us. Why? For building up itself in love by the proper working of each individual part. In other words, 
You were created to be you filled with the greatness of who God is, filled with his love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when we, when we are those things and we let those things work through our own unique personality and gifting that God has given us, we work together to build up the whole body in one faith, in one unity. Why? The end goal is to be built up in Love. Love is the end game. It doesn't get any more deep than love. When you can love like Jesus loves, you will fulfill the purpose that God has put you on the planet for. Love your kids the way Jesus loved you. Love your boss the way Jesus loved you. Love your spouse the way Jesus loved you. Love your mama the way Jesus loved you. All the relationships. Love them like Jesus loved you. Love strangers like Jesus loves you. And when you do, you will change the world.